Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show may sound a little different. We're working through some... uh, We've the storms hit, boy, both both uh, all over today. Metroplex storms moving in central Texas, and uh, we'll get it. We'll get it straightened out, and uh, we've got you know we've got all sorts of technology and able to uh, find our way around these things. But sometimes the old the old school cell phone works just fine. But we'll get it uh, we'll get it hammered out, and uh, we got all kinds of uh, bells and whistles, and hopefully, even though. I'm in a little different format right now, almost like some guest. I guess we just pretend Aaron's called me in today to visit with me. Um, we'll try to we'll try to get uh, we'll get Stephanie involved. Uh, Aaron, I'm a little I'm a little concerned. We got storms in the area. We had a wonderful holiday. Stephanie's been you know kind of on this cleanse and and really really doing right uh, and just eating well, no drinks involved. Erin, has she has she shown up in studio today? Oh, yeah. She's always here bright and early. Wow. Wow. <laughs> she, she's right there. She and, uh, well, that's great. Erin, we could just let her take the show today. I mean, we do have uh, – we got Rangers baseball early this evening. And uh, in fact, that game, that first pitch on that game is 540. We'll get you out there. I mean, this is, uh, Aaron, my thought on this Rangers lately is it used to be kind of like, oh, Rangers, last six seasons, kind of like if we get, to, we'll get to them when we get to them. Lately, I've been kind of thinking if we got a Rangers game that starts at 540, we might as well get to first pitch because this team's playing incredibly well. Two straight series wins, they go for another. Uh, this evening against the Tigers, Martin Perez on the mound for uh, the Rangers. And Aaron, I was just looking at tonight's starting lineup. Leody, I mean, it's not often when you have someone in the nine hole. I mean, Leody Tavares has really b- lately become a pretty, a pretty nice big league hitter. And and then that Jan that Jankowski or whatever his name, you know. I mean, I kind of like him. I mean, he's he's done some good things this year. He got hurt, but he's back. Got great hair. Man has very long hair, and and he hits the ball extremely well. I mean, this is a fearsome lineup, Aaron. Other than the bullpen, and of course that could rear its ugly head once they get to the postseason. Now, the other day, despite uh, a grand slam. Uh, for Jose Altuve that put them back up 5-4. The uh, Astros ended up losing that game. I mean, they rarely, rarely lose. They had they were two games back behind the Rangers. That thing may have gone to three with that Rangers win yesterday. But, uh, Aaron, this is uh, – I mean, I think, I think we've, we're going to have to start admitting 
that this is pretty remarkable what we're what we're witnessing from uh, from these Rangers, and it's um, it's it's exciting. Uh, I, it's been a lot of fun to uh, to watch. I mean, uh, it just every evening. I know uh, Aaron is producing some of these games as well as watching them. But uh, last night, Aaron, from a TV watching standpoint, you had our our buddy uh, Salazar over from Shorty's, of course, downtrodden after the Stars fought back to get in that series. And then the Dallas Stars just went out and just got obliterated in Las Vegas. They fall to the the Golden Knights or whatever they are these days. Uh, They fell to Vegas six to nothing. The... Other game last night, it was game seven, was Miami and the Celtics. And Aaron, that was the one I spent the most time with. I was heavily involved watching that one. And I just think we got to give a ton of credit to Miami for losing in that heartbreaking fashion on, what was that, Friday night or Saturday night? Um, That was tough. That was a tough way. To lose, I remember mean, Friday night. That's a tough, tough way to lose a ball game, and then to rally like they did and and um, and and win that game. Uh, that, that, I mean, that was that was remarkable stuff, and just blew them off the court. And Jimmy and uh, and Caleb Martin. I mean, what a team! They haven't even had Tyler Hero. I'm just so impressed with that organization, uh, Eric Spolstra. I've also, Aaron, been in uh, Stephanie. I've been very, uh, uh, I've been inspired. I don't know if y'all looked at Eric Spolstra recently. Aaron, I'm going to go on the Spolstra plan, all right? And uh, we're going to get down to my Spolstra weight. He's a man that's about my our age, Aaron. And he's, uh, let's just say, he's been on more than one cleanse in his in his life recently. <laughs> he's a thin man. <laughs> so we've been kind of uh we got a group text going and I told my buddies I said I'm about to try to get Spoth in. We'll see. We'll see if that happens. I, I highly, highly doubt it. But I uh, got a big show planned today with great guests at four twenty and then at five o'clock um a huge uh, a, a recent promotion in Baylor land, Jovan Overshone is now the deputy athletic director. Pretty cool stuff. And um, we will talk to uh, Jovan about that big time uh, promotion that she received. And, and we'll have a great visit. That'll happen at five o'clock. But Aaron, I think we both know what time it is. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Oh, man. Everybody gather around. It is time. <laughs> it is <For> Stephanie, <laughs> who's returned from what I have to believe is kind of a fun Memorial Day weekend, now, much like a lot of us, Stephanie, I'm sure spent some time, especially uh, with uh, with her loved one, having served in the military, uh, thinking about those who gave the ultimate sacrifice uh, and spent a little time uh, in thought and, and doing that. And I know a lot of us did that over the weekend. Um, Stephanie, how was your Memorial Day weekend? Did you 
did you stay around or did y'all do anything fun? What was the, did, was there any barbecuing involved? There and was barbecuing me, involved. Do not tell me you did any domestic work because I've been <laughs> hearing that from you a lot lately. I did laundry. And, uh, I did laundry. Scott has never confirmed any of these things that you uh, that you throw out there. In fact, I've I've asked him before. What are these domestic duties that that Stephanie keeps referring to? And Scott says, "Do not know." Oh, that know is what, not, not true. He said, "I do not know what she's referring." <laughs> that to is in not those true. Instances. He knows. All right. Um, well, so give me kind of a rundown. What did you accomplish this weekend? Laundry. Weekend? I accomplished laundry, and then. Um, the neighbors came over, and Scott showed his grill master skills and did some hamburgers, hot dogs, and we just kind of worked out, did the pool thing, relaxed, and um, yeah, you know, and then Scott Scott plays guitar. I didn't know if you knew this or not, so he had a couple sessions of playing guitar, so um, he didn't get a lot done yesterday, so I told him he could play tonight, you know. He could play tonight, but it was very relaxing. Remembered uh, uh, all those who served our country, and um, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of relaxing. Didn't do a lot, and I needed it. I think you know, it was it was a good three day weekend for myself, actually. So that was it. it was Is the most fun. taxing thing that you do at Eminem Broadcasting <laughs> as a sales rep mm-hmm. the the uh, Stephanie Sports Corner? Is that probably what you? spend the most time on if you were to to be honest about things to be honest no i spend more time shaking hands uh making friends out there in the area uh representing espn and our sister stations Mm -hmm. and um so that's most where most of my time is spent just being in the community um representing uh the matt mosley show uh, yeah. You know, Stephanie Sports Talk and, and the Rangers and then, you know, Baylor and all that. So that's where most we of my time is spent. We probably need some, like, T-shirts or swag or Working something. Working on that. With Working a Mosley Show caps or something. <laughs> something People like that. People would love that. And you would that would be good if you would go out and represent us in that way. And then you and Scott could have maybe you have some workout gear, some pullovers. That say Mosley show or Stephanie's. You know, Aaron, what she would do. She would not put <laughs> our show on. Yes, it. She I would. would. Put, she would put Stephanie's sports quarter. I know it. No, 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 but, no. Uh, I would do both. I would do both. Oh, that's right. That's right. I put right, you well, on the front, and me on the back. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's Why not? fine. Um, Why not? Now, but, what? What do? You, what do you have? I don't want to cut into your time here. What? But, um, what you have prepared for us today? Is there anything? Well, we you know, we're always kind of curious. Well, we missed the boat on this one, Matt. But um, we missed the world championship of shin kicking. Aaron's <laughs> like <laughs> shin kicking. It is mm-hmm. a very popular sport over in England, and they have the Coswalls uh, Olympics, and so shin kicking. It's two opponents. You hold each other by the collar, and you kick each other in the shins. And so whoever falls first is the winner of that match. So they don't go for like 10, 13 rounds like boxing or something. They go till somebody finally says, okay, I'm done. Or you, you kick him in the shin and the guy and your opponent falls down. Now, here's what here's what you have to do to be successful at it. One... Use the inside of your foot to cook, to, I mean, cook, kick. Second, you can't 
kick your opponent above the knee or you're disqualified. And third, you got to be able to endure pain. So uh, to be a professional shin kicker, those are the things that you have to accomplish. But it started back in the 1850s. And I didn't know. But yeah, so it is a big thing and we missed it. Um, This year's championship was a guy from Wales named Alan Miller. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if this he's is from. not. Aaron, we need to start. We need to start having like a thing. I, I'm trying to we fact check a, this as we speak. Yeah, we need a recorded <laughs> thing that says true or false, or it is you know, true. made up sport or no, and like a disclaimer. Shin kicking. You got to be careful <laughs> saying that, and you know, I don't. It's a thing. I, I mean, they do if, it in the UFC. Think about it. It's a, considered a combat martial art sport. They do it in the UFC, so it is a sport. You can Google it. You go on the Googles. You, you, but you have to do it with the inside of your foot, and right. then you do. Well, now, they do have kicking in MMA and some of that that I think you're referencing. But do they go, Aaron, you kind of seem like an MMA guy. Actually, Scott seems like he could handle himself in the ring. Scott probably Aaron, could. When you watch MMA, are they kicking at the shins, or are they coming up a little higher on the body? I'm sure it probably happens, but most of the time they're kicking either the inside or the outside of the upper leg to try to limit your mobility, which it does after a few of those kicks. They're pretty powerful. Wow. All right. um, Stephanie, would you send us some YouTube videos so we can take a peek at this? (laughs) I I will. I will be like, go to this, and there's your link to watch it. It, and there is. There's several videos out there, and it is. It's really popular over there. It hasn't made it to the United States, and I can understand why. Because I mean, I you wouldn't see me doing it. I mean, I used to shit people on the playground in kindergarten, but I'll tell you what. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> what? Here's what we're gonna do, Aaron. If you're up for it, because Aaron probably has jeans. He may have shorts on. I'm not sure what he's got on today, because I'm in the remote studio. Um. If, Stephanie, will you walk over there and and, and, and I want you to do it properly and just kick the dog out of Aaron? Aaron, will you? Are you open to letting this happen? I think this is going to have to wait for your next remote. Yeah, the next <laughs> <laughs> our next live broadcast yeah. that we do together, Matt. Like Stephanie kicked Matt Matt Mosley in the shin. I, I cannot believe Aaron will not participate. This is very. <laughs> I don't know that I could do it though because I'm such a kind person that you know I don't know that I could be in a in a sport like that mm-hmm. unless I didn't like you. A couple you, but... of times I've encountered you over in Oakley's when you were not <laughs> feeling as kind, and I don't want to get into that. <laughs> That's the old me. Oh, and yeah. by the way, today is 30 days of cleansing for Scott and I, and we're going another 30 days. So there you go. Okay, so that's that it's, is thirty days on. of no alcohol. No and alcohol, then, clean eating. Um, uh-huh. I did cheat a little bit today. Um, our lady at the front office, Marilyn, was her birthday, and uh, Dustin, who was our morning co-host on our sister station, Star One Hundred Four Nine, it was their birthdays today. So I want to say happy birthday. But they had a cake, and I did cheat and have a little piece of cake. But uh-huh. otherwise, we are clean eating, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I fear, I fear hearing you say that you also cheated and had a little, a little sugar. Uh, I had some soda. sugar, just a, nope. just a little bit of vodka soda this, this nope. over nope. the Memorial Day weekend. I did okay. not. I did okay. not. I had a 
I had sparkling water, you know, that Perrier stuff. Topo Chico or something. Yeah. Just water and then just, yeah, just water. Not even sodas, not even iced tea. Oh, man. I know. Wow. It's the new stuff. Right. The new stuff. All but right. anyways. We, we have to go, but always enjoy it. Great Thank to you. have you. It is Stephanie Sports Corner. Tremendous work. We'll do it again uh, tomorrow, and uh, we will uh, we will all look forward to that. Thank you, Stephanie. And there she Thank goes, Stephanie. Steph- oh, she's back. <laughs> Stephanie's Sports Corner uh, and uh, tremendous work as as usual. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna visit with Aggieland and the Aggies. Uh, have got they've got their marching orders for baseball, and then we have some thoughts on what's going on at those uh, meetings, the SEC meetings. Travis Brown, our Aggies insider, joins us next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a one eight hundred number, so why your bank? If you have to dial one eight hundred, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. 
During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy West off I-35 in West or online at ChevyofWest.com. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go platinum. 70 days, no pay platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. now Aaron some of the tech uh, technological stuff I just pulled off in that break never seen before in radio history but uh thanks to Aaron and others well we're we're rolling here and uh, excited to get to talk to uh, Travis Brown a man who um, Travis first of all great to have you back on and I was um I wanted to give you a chance to uh brag on your wife this was a this was some huge news that that took place just in the last i don't know 24 hours to 48 hours a defense of her doctoral dissertation i mean this is big time stuff and uh it's in higher education travis kind of give us a give her a little praise here uh on the matt mosley show and quite honestly this may be one of the bigger honors she receives yeah, uh, you know, as most people have told me today, it's it's good that someone in the house has uh, at least some common sense or brains. So I, I tend to agree. Um, but yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. So proud of her uh, six years of, of really hard work. And uh, she is now Doc Brown. All right, there she is. In fact, I'm looking on your, um, this must be when she found out, uh, six years of hard PhD work has produced Dr. Brown. And there you are on Twitter um, and, and, you know, talking about how incredibly proud of your wife. That is very cool. And, I mean, Travis, somewhat humbling for you because as hard a worker as you are and, all you know, you've won some awards yourself, you will never be Dr. Brown. All right? There, nope. will, only, there will only be one Dr. Brown in the family um, unless – you probably you may have some relatives that are doctors or something, but still, that is uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. PhD in higher ed, and uh, now Travis, what will what tell me what Doctor Brown will be uh, doing now with this? Is this kind of will she? I mean, will there be any any new moves she makes, or will she just she has this and she'll just kind of see where it all leads? Well, uh, yeah, right now she works in student affairs and. Okay. Uh, Works with A and M at A and M, and and does uh, works with different student organizations, kind of advising and helping them uh, grow and and thrive. And so she'll be doing that at least for the foreseeable future. And then uh, who knows? Who knows what opportunities 
being, I don't know what opportunities being a doctor presents. I, I fumbled through a bachelor of science in journalism. So uh, I will sit back and enjoy the ride on this one. Yeah, you did there in the, uh, the Schieffer school, I believe that uh, is the school there at TCU. Now, by the way, congratulations, TCU won something recently. Oh, yeah, it was the Big 12 championship in baseball, so we'll give them, a, we'll give them their due on that. You cover the Aggies, though. We're talking Aggies with you. And A&M, uh, according to your reporting, they'll get the night game against number three seed Cal State Fullerton, 9 p.m. Central first pitch, and uh, that'll be broadcast on ESPN2. Now you're that's going to be that Stanford Regional. Travis, what was the what was the Aggies? You know, usually when they're announced, the team's going to be excited and whoop it up no matter where they get sent. There was some thought that maybe Stillwater there might be a different place where the Aggies would end up. What was the initial reaction from the Aggies from uh, Schloss the the coach Schlossnagel and and the rest of the crew it because I, it seemed like you were a bit surprised by that uh, announcement yeah you know i mean in years past for the most part they kind of try to keep these things a little bit regional and a&m being a, a team who made it to the uh finals of the sec the the the, the very uh, uh lauded sec baseball tournament that they might get that two seed up there in Stillwater, uh, but that actually went to the the Dallas Baptist Patriots. They're going to be going up there to Stillwater mm-hmm. to face off against Oklahoma State. The Aggies, it's a weird college baseball hosting year because, uh, you know, anybody who follows college baseball knows some years there can be as many as four regional host sites in the state of Texas when you look at the, the DBUs and the TCUs and the Texas Techs and the Baylors some years, Texas and Texas A&M and all these schools that have good baseball programs there's at least a couple this is actually the first time since 2013 that there isn't a host site in the state of texas south carolina has three this year uh texas has none and so you look at the map uh the 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 big 12 and the pac 12 were both kind of shut out a little bit in this as well uh uh, oklahoma state's the only big 12 school hosting this year and uh stanford is the only pac 12 so they're going to go out west to a regional that the next closest one is Stillwater. Um, and that's interesting. And really uh, uh, blue blood rich baseball regional. When you look at Stanford, who has, I believe there's like uh, 45 college World Series appearances between the top three seeds uh, in, in this regional between Stanford, Cal State Fullerton, uh, and Texas A&M. And like, uh, what was it, three, like five national titles. So um, it's going to be a fun one. And as Jim Schlossnagel said, it's actually kind of an exciting one because it's that one West Coast uh, regional this year. And so when everyone gets home from watching their regional games and are, you know, turning on the TV while they brush their teeth, the the one regional that's still going to be going is the Stanford regional. Uh, It should get a lot of college baseball eyeballs uh, on it this week. And it it certainly is good with all the, the, the brand names that are out there, too. All right, and uh, the Aggies, as you, you were talking about, uh, coming in with, uh, boy, Troy Wansing and then that freshman Justin Lampkin, some big-time pitching performances. Um, and, and there's some thought that A&M will benefit from one of those night games, Park plays a little deeper, according to 
the uh, the Texas A&M coach, boy, I see his name, and I still want to call him the TCU coach. It's a hard habit <laughs> uh, to break, as Chicago would say. But what is it about that Aggie staff that really seems to be getting it together at the right time? Is this a pretty – is this a deep enough staff to, to you think, you know, challenge and maybe have the possibility of advancing to that super regional, which I believe would be Coral Gables. Well, this could be a coast-to-coast situation for you, going from Stanford straight to Coral Gables. Yeah, and not even that, but we can talk about this in a second. There's the possibility of a Texas-Texas A&M super regional as well, because Texas Mm. is out there in Miami, which, you know, the NCAA committees love to do, uh, pair those two schools together. Um, but the, um, yeah, if you were to ask me a week ago or a week and a half ago before the SEC tournament, if this pitching staff was deep enough, uh, to, to make a run in tournament play, I would have said, absolutely not. The starting pitching has been, uh, bad to atrocious. They've walked, uh, so many batters, you know, at about mm, three quarters of the way through the conference slate, when I was kind of looking at some of these numbers in conference play only, they had over 200 walks hit batters and wild pitches or, you know, free bases uh, in there, which would led uh, the whole SEC. They were just all over the place. And then for mm-hmm. whatever reason that the planets aligned and uh, the, the starting pitching just came out. Now, some parts of it are that the, the, the Met down there in Hoover, where they historically play the SEC tournament, is, is a little bit of a graveyard. They, the wind's blowing in and, and it keeps balls in the park. But but it, that's not really even the point. The point is that they weren't walking people. They weren't hitting batters. They weren't throwing wild pitches for the most part. Um, they were throwing strikes. And that's what Jim Schlossnagel and Nate Yeski has been trying to get them to do. The interesting question will be their ace for the last two years really has been Nathan Detmer uh, and a, a, a sinker ball righty who has a good three, four pitch mix and can keep the ball low typically but he's had a rough season this year, and when you look at what Juan Singh was able to do, what Justin Lampkin was able to do, yeah. uh, you can throw Will Johnston into that mix. Uh, Detmer might not be uh, starting towards the, the beginning of the, the uh, regional there, but yeah, that, that pitching has emerged. It'll just be interesting to see if it's momentum or if it's lightning in a bottle. Yeah, and I like this thing about how some of these uh, Pac-12 Xs are – uh, or going back home to play a Pac-12 team, the uh, shortstop Hunter Haas, who I think you all talked to, uh, in the, you know, the other day, and then uh, first baseman Jack Moss, who transferred from Arizona State. This is going to be really interesting. And as you said, this Stanford team is kind of built like an SEC team. Boy, heavy, heavy uh, slug. They uh, They hit the long ball a little bit. But, boy, Stanford's got great history out there. I, I think back when I was a kid, man, I used to want that. I had the Stanford baseball cap. I love the S. I love the way. And even though Stanford's horrible in football now and some of the other sports, they have maintained great baseball. So that's going to be that's going to be fascinating out there. But it does make for some interesting rivalries, doesn't it, when some of these guys, when they transferred in, go back to places they know well. And quite honestly, that should help the Aggies. Some of these guys have played in this park. A&M, Schlossnagel does not have much history playing at Stanford. I don't think he has any history, really, with it. So uh, I, I think some of that could end up uh, helping them, Travis. Yeah, it's first time Jim Schlossnagel, who's played all over the country, is, is going to be at the, 
the sunken diamond at at at, uh, at Stanford. Um, but uh, you got yeah, you got Jack Moss, Hunter Haas, both came from Arizona State. You have Nate Yeski, who coached for a decade at Oregon State and then moved over to Arizona before coming uh, to uh, 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 A&M. And, and Michael Early, the hitting coach, was at Arizona. So they have some Pac-12 flavor uh, on that team. But, you know, they like to mention the Pac-12, the, the majority of the Pac-12 is a, is a traditional, kind of looks like what Cal State Fullerton will present, small ball, bun them over, manufacture runs however possible, uh, throw strikes at the pitchers, kind of a little bit of what you might call old-school baseball. Dorito. Like you said, that's SEC baseball. Yeah, Alex yeah. Dorito baseball is what, what it is. Stanford is – they lead the, 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 the regional and home runs, slugging, hits, just the tops of everything, and then strikeouts, power arm. Uh, ERA, not so much. That Cal State Fulton has some of the, the better pitching numbers there, but they're going to have power arms that are going to strike you out. And you mentioned it, too. Uh, they were talking about how the ballpark plays, you know, right there kind of near the coast, uh, up in the north uh, northwest uh, with the little bit cooler temperatures. In the day, the ball will travel, but at night when it gets a little bit cooler, it, it can it can really turn the way the ballpark plays. And I think for an A&M pitching staff that's still building momentum, having that night game is, is might be an advantage if that ball isn't going to travel as far sunken diamond man work that into your stories as much as possible all right that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun you're going to need to pack up kind of a, a, a some pullovers i mean that is not a place where it gets real warm in the evening i mean it, it's not even warm during the day so pack you know pack an extra layer than you think you'll need and don't be running around in shorts travis you love shorts <laughs> Okay, and uh, <laughs> I've seen that in action. Put a pair of pa- jeans or something in that you'll feel comfortable in because you never know you might be exposed to the elements a little bit. Travis Brown joining us, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, from the Eagle in Bryan College Station. Uh, have you turned an eye to Destin, Florida, to see what's going on where those SEC folks are all getting together and uh, the commissioner was talking about. I've never heard such a debate. By the way, this thing is how long has it been going on? Is it going to be eight conference games or nine conference games? That is the longest running debate I have ever heard. And now the latest thing they're talking about tampering. Oh my goodness, tampering in college football. Who would have ever imagined something like that might happen? And uh, and your man Billy Napier over there from Florida saying, "quote There's no doubt tampering is real." And I think that until there's something done about it, I think you'll continue to see it. Does anybody tamper like with A&M's roster? They put together that incredible talent, obviously, for the 2022 class. But does it does it happen to the big-time schools like that with, with maybe talented guys but that are a little disgruntled? How much tampering have you kind of heard whispers about when it comes to the big bad SEC, I mean, I I know of one player uh, that 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 I have talked to on on a background basis who who while they were still on AM's roster did receive some offers from some other places. Um, so it, it it does happen, and it's something that Jimbo Fisher loves to go on a soapbox about when you talk about uh, the transfer portal and and. You know, anytime you earlier when we wanted to talk to him about his take on the transfer portal and getting kids, he immediately would deflect and talk about, well, how many people the transfer portal is difficult because by the time 
the schools like us who are doing it right uh, go to approach the kid the right way. He's already been talked to by so many. He, he already knows where he's going and, and, and things like that. So it, it's a thing that coaches love to talk about. That is, that is definitely for sure because it is, um, it is certainly something that any coach who maybe doesn't like the transfer portal, doesn't like the way, doesn't, doesn't, isn't good at the transfer portal maybe can, can hide behind. But I mean, yes. Do I think that uh, coaches, as soon as they're hearing rumblings of a guy might not be happy, they might be reaching out to his high school coach or whatever, but that would be, that, that, that kind of stuff is happening was happening before the transfer, before there was the one year eligibility rule coaches reaching out to finding third parties, ways to get the players to, to let them know that there would be interest. That's, that's happened since, since, you know, yeah. uh, you were a young reporter uh, in this, uh, in this world. So not long um, ago, not that long no, ago. Yeah, you're right. It was just, 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 just a few, few years ago. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's something I, I do think that the biggest news or not news that's going to come out of this is the scheduling thing, because they've been talking about that as long as the, the Baptists and the Methodists have been trying to race themselves to the to the Eaton Hole after church uh, every Sunday, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I think the only real way to go is nine games. I mean, you want to preserve a bunch of those rivalries. Uh, it was proven that the SEC teams can handle it in 2020 when they went 10 SEC games, and that was yeah. the entire season. Everyone's going to make more money, and we all know this is a this is all about money. Um, so. I don't see why there's so much consternation ab- about it. It, it. Ultimately, they should arrive at, at nine games. I think that's what will happen. Uh, I'm sure Jimbo's been asked about this uh, ad nauseum. And uh, the Missouri coach, this is about the only thing time you'll mention Missouri football is their coach actually huh. said something interesting today about uh, his brother being a pediatrician and NIL people, uh, uh, players, making more than his brother, the pediatrician. And I, I think there's probably more to it uh, when you kind of read in the quote. But, boy, I thought that was interesting, the Missouri coach getting all sorts of attention uh, for his comments and people wanting to point out how much money he makes. Travis, I want to wish you safe travels. Uh, best of luck to the Aggies as they get involved out there on the West Coast, Stanford, Cal State, Fullerton. I mean, that's going to be really interesting. That fog will come rolling in in the evening. That's going to be interesting to see how those Ags perform in that type of environment. Have a great time and, and make sure you put those jeans in, okay? Will do. All right, there he goes. Travis Brown from the Eagle. All right, uh, covers there at Bryan College Station. We got a big, uh, we got more planned for you. We got Campus Confidential, 5 o'clock. Jovan Overshone um, has, uh, uh, well, she's now uh, been promoted to an exalted status within the Baylor Athletics program, and we'd like to visit with her about it. That'll happen at 5 o'clock. But next, it is Campus Confidential. Let's see what Aaron has in store for us. 
Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 over wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost can cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman Nuts and Bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosque has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosque features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosque in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and... We do have interesting uh, news. I'm just digesting this as we speak. So, Aaron, feel free to lead off with this. I like I like where this is going. It is Campus Confidential. Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas. Baylor's uh, Deputy Athletic Director recently promoted uh, Deputy Athletic Director and Chief Revenue Officer Jovan Overshone will join us. 
for a uh, special session at about 5 o'clock. Okay, we're not far from that. But, uh, Aaron, I understand there are things that a um, little interesting news coming out of uh, CBS Sports via our buddy Dennis Dodd, who always seems to be Johnny on the spot with any kind of Big 12 expansion news. What do you have for us, Aaron? And it is a uh, pretty pretty big report today. It's not the first time we've heard this, but Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports reporting that Colorado has been in, quote, substantive talks with the Big 12 about possibly joining the league. While a move out of the Pac-12 is not assured, according to the article, Colorado is performing due diligence. The Buffaloes, like the rest of the Pac-12, remain in wait-and-see mode as far as their TV contract. Colorado and the Big 12 have met face-to-face while involved in consistent talks over a period of several months, according to multiple sources, the article said. It became clear that a move to the Big 12 would not be made without the support of football coach Deion Sanders and the article says that he does support that move. So looks like things could be happening. It's a lot of smoke, but there has been for a while. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's expected, according to this report, Aaron was just referencing that Colorado would receive an equal meteorite share beginning in 2025 to join the Big 12, making the move even more attractive. What would that be? $31.7 million. League's contract with ESPN and Fox believed to guarantee an equal share for any expansion team so long as they are currently Power 5 members. It's very important. They are Power 5 members. What would this cause the rest of the Pac-12 to do? Who knows? Who knows? But um, I do find it interesting that generally the presidents decide whether they're going to do this or not, Aaron. They're saying they need Dion to sign off on it. Let me just tell you. You, you want to leave Dion out of the, the higher education <laughs> decisions, all right? We've seen what happens when he tries to run a uh, some sort of prep school. It does not work out. I do think this would be hilarious for Colorado to come back. Uh, it, it, it said Colorado is a Big 12 legacy program. What does that even mean? Big 12 legacy. <laughs> Having been in the old Big 7, Big 8, and Big 12, from 1948 i don't think you can call that a big 12 legacy i mean i guess they did go all right fine buffs are coming off a 1 in 11 season i mean aaron has there ever been a more attractive <laughs> 1 in 11 team than no. the colorado buffaloes there's never been a more hyped one i know that my goodness that is really really interesting news now, again, the quote, the word Aaron used that's used in this report that's in all quotes is substantive talks. All right? And what does substantive mean? Well, kind of means that there's more to it than just sort of in passing, that they've really, you know, laid it all out there and substantive I mean, I think pretty much everybody in our listening audience knows what substantive means, but I sometimes we just throw things out. This seems to be, according to Dennis Dodd, the author of this report, an important word because that's what the source told him. These are, quote, substantive talks. All right? Aaron, like, for instance, 
this is a substantive conversation you and I are having. <laughs> right. Is that true? It is. Um, but, no, I uh, I think it is, and this is fascinating. Dion to the Big 12 would cause a stir. It would also perhaps uh, start a domino effect. Now, Aaron, of, of, very, of big importance is the AD there, who basically reports to Dion. it sounds like, uh, was asked about this report and said, I have no comment other than what I said last week. We are proud members of the Pac-12. In a perfect world, we'd love to be in the Pac-12. But we also have to do what is right for Colorado at the end of the day. <laughs> Aaron, does that sound good? Do you think Klievkoff, the uh, George Klievkoff, the uh, the commissioner of the of the Pac-12, feels great about that <laughs> statement from Rick George? I wish Rick George had just told the truth. Said, "Hey, I don't know. Call Dion. Call Dion. He, I mean, he's probably able to give you the better answers." Rick George, man, once once he was just a Kind of an executive with the Texas Rangers baseball organization. Just hanging out. Hey, Rick, how you doing? How are things going? Oh, yeah, fun working with Nolan and everybody. Selling some tickets. And next thing you know, he's running the Colorado athletics program. (laughs) And he's just up there reporting to Dion. This is very, very interesting, and we will keep our eye on it. Um, Aaron, do you think Jovan Overshone wants to – delve into this with us at five i'm sure <laughs> hey, she we does can talk some media rights with her oh man jovan she's over i mean you should see all the stuff that she's over aaron i mean i saw this announcement the other day my goodness there's a lot under her purview um all right it's the matt mosley show esp central texas it is campus confidential thank you jim turner thank you jim turner chevrolet for what you do in sponsoring one of our most celebrated and popular topics or uh uh, segments of the day, Campus Confidential. Aaron, what else do you have? And feel free to add to this, or if you want to talk about SEC, whatever. But, ooh, I did find that at one interesting, Aaron, that Drinkowitz thing that uh, the coach at, at Missouri stepped all in it today. Uh, but anyway, Aaron, what do you want to, where do you want to go to next? We can, we can go to the SEC. They are having their league meetings this week, and SEC commands, Commissioner Greg Sankey wouldn't say for certain whether the league would vote this week on a new schedule. The league is trying to decide between eight or nine game conference schedules and league members are split on it. The two schedules at the center of the debate, the eight game conference schedule that would feature one permanent opponent and seven rotating opponents in conference. Nine game schedule would have three permanent opponents and six rotating opponents. And it would seem like with as many rivalries, games as every SEC team had, that they would eventually go to the nine conference games with three regular opponents? I mean, wouldn't you think? Well, that if they don't, if they only did it to eight, I think A&M secretly would like it because they would not go back to playing Texas every year. If they go to nine, there's going to be three common opponents if they don't there'll be one and texas would stick with ou uh playing ou over a and m i you you cannot stop the texas ou you've already stopped the great texas texas a and m rivalry you would they would they would not stop texas ou all this is fascinating i think you have to go with the nine team i think that's definitely where the commissioner is in all this but he was trying to let 
the uh, members all get to this on their own. And, and I, I, you know, from everything you read, Aaron, it would just be really crazy if they didn't do that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it would be strange. All right, sir, what else do you have? North Carolina transfer Caleb Love, the best available player in the portal, announced today he's committed to Arizona. Love visited the Wildcats campus over the weekend and committed. He will step in alongside returnees Pell Larson and Kylan Boswell and Alabama transfer Jaden Bradley in the transfer portal. Arizona also added San Diego State transfer Keyshad Johnson, one of the best defensive players in the portal last week. Yeah, that that Kashad Johnson is like, where was he from, Aaron? San Diego State San Diego or somewhere State. like that? Yeah. Oh, man, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's a shot-blocking dude. He's just a versatile guy. Not a high-scoring guy, but he is a glue guy uh, for sure. And uh, that's a – well, watch out for Arizona to get that player, uh, the former North Carolina star. That's really, really good stuff. Uh, and uh, so Arizona, and uh, that's a former Gonzaga assistant. Arizona coming off a uh, really bad uh, season by their standards this past year, but they are back in it and doing some great work in the portal, Arizona. And you know what? They have uh, they had a head start on everybody on this NIL, Aaron. <clears throat> Think back to when they got DeAndre Ayton. They've been port- They've been NILing before NILing <laughs> was cool, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the Wildcats, they love a good NIL, all right? Okay, speaking of NIL, Baylor uh, has, well, Mac Rhodes and Jovan uh, Overshone are, uh, have a huge role in trying to, you know, execute Baylor's NIL strategies, is, and that's been an evolving type thing. Jovan is now the Deputy Athletic Director for Baylor as of this past Thursday. We're excited to get to visit with her. She joins us next. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Being stuck on the side of the road is stressful, no matter what time it is. Toking of Waco is available for your assistance 24-7 to reduce that stress and keep you safe. Their friendly and professional staff provides heavy and light towing, equipment transportation, unlock service, and roadside assistance. And they're fully certified and licensed. Locally owned and operated, and here when you need them, Toking of Waco. Call 254-666-5484. And remember, slow down or move over. Honey, do you have your headphones on? Yeah. Good. I'm going to turn the dryer on. Are your appliances slacking on the job? Call Mr. Appliance today and put them back to work. We know the neighborhood, so our vehicles are always fully stocked with the most commonly needed parts in the area. And if we don't have a part, we'll order it for you on the spot. Visit MrAppliance.com today and schedule an appointment online. 
Creativity and planning are the key elements in coordinating and designing a wedding or special event. Since 2014, the Bosque has provided the special venue you're looking for and extras that few can offer. The house at the Bosque features a beautiful split-level design with four bedrooms and four bathrooms, balconies, a large grand room, a kitchen, and an outdoor patio. The outdoor areas are perfect for large or small weddings and special occasions, portrait-taking, exploring, and just plain enjoying. The Bosque in Crawford. Learn more at theboski185.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home, offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the benchmark core values, success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg and MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Join now, uh, Jovan Overshown. On the Matt Mosley Show, Jovan, uh, congratulations! Uh, this is uh, this is really great news. Wish y'all had announced that on my show, Jovan. That's really where most <laughs> announcements should be rolled out, I think. And and you can you can change it to that if you need to uh, moving forward. But congratulations! I love seeing that Thursday, Deputy Athletic Director and Chief Revenue Officer. Okay, uh, a promotion. And uh, that's very, very exciting. And uh, that's all you needed is more, you, more on your plate. You know, <laughs> that's. I think that's. I think that's great. But congratulations. <laughs> yes. No, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's um, no super grateful. That's for sure. All right, you and you've probably known this was happening for a while. But I mean, how how did this kind of evolve? And what what is the 
added responsibilities because you already oversee a, a lot of things. But what what does this kind of mean for you moving forward? Yeah, no, I, I, that's a great question. <laughs> Maybe we should call Mac in. Uh, no, get him I on. Get him on. It's fine. That's, that's right. No, really, it's. I think we have such a tremendous team um, amongst executive staff. I mean, some really talented folks um, over some some really just instrumental areas, and and so yeah, this is. I don't know that there's really necessarily anything um, additional, although there will be some some kind of departmental. Um, updates and additions that come down the road, but really this is more just to, to help Mac um, and to help us with this kind of changing space that we're in, um, in collegiate athletics. I mean, obviously all of us as executive team members speak into it, but the pace at which things are changing, whether it be NCAA deregulation, NIL, um, obviously all of these tremendous capital investments that we're making on our campus and um, the list goes on and on, but really just trying to to be at Mac's side to help him so that he can focus on on the things that he needs to, which changes, you know, day to day. And so I'm really just, just here to, as an assist um, and in more of an intentional and strategic way so he can, um, you know, be, be able to pivot more on a dime when, when things arise. What was your biggest assignment at Baylor when you first arrived? Like, what did what what was the first thing they said? Okay, Jovan, this is going to be your biggest thing. Uh, I remember the uh, Baylor United campaign and yeah. rebrand. I know that was a, a big thing you worked on. But what were so in some of the early days? What were the first things you were working on at Baylor? Yeah, I think well, initially, um, you know, certainly the the rebrand that came very soon after um, was a tremendous project. Eighteen months and so many people speaking into it, and just what I say is something I got to do um, a tremendous opportunity. But in addition to that, it's it's the same thing that everyone across our industry faces. It is trying to, I mean, I was really tasked with how do we um, further engage fans. Um, across our sport programs, specifically men's and women's basketball. I mean, I think that's, you know, it's a space where there's so many things competing for, for individuals' attention, and you can be at home and watch, you know, great competition from the luxury of your, you know, of your couch. And so, but we want people in venues. So that was really one of the things that was, you know, at, at the forefront for, for the department when I, when I came on. And honestly, it continues to be something that we have to push and be creative and, and find solutions for. Did you know you wanted to do this when you were in, in college? Like, were you already headed this direction? What was it? What, when did you decide, hey, I want to be in collegiate athletics, and I, and I think that's going to be a big part of my future? Yeah, well, you know, I think I'm a bit of a square peg in a round hole, uh, which has made kind of this this transition so fun and, and also has allowed, you know, me to very clearly see the Lord's hand in it all. I wasn't one of those people that, you know, early on knew that I wanted to be, you know, in sports administration and collegiate sports administration. I have always been around it. I've always been in the peripheral of it. Even my husband, um, you know, obviously, and and sports. Um, but it was really, I think, um, in my last, in my last, um, job prior to here working for an institution that didn't have, uh, sports, uh, collegiate sports, a, a seminary, a Bible college and realizing 
kind of the tug and the pull that that and the power of sport and really what that can do for a community. And when it's absent, just kind of the different things you have to do to really rally people together. And I think that was really when I developed a deepened appreciation and sense for it on a different level and said, hey, this is something um, this is something that could be more of a professional, um, you know, move for me. And then I'll also say my husband at the time was um, working on his master's in sports management, which I lovingly say is duly earned. And just kind of walking with him through that process, you know, there was really just kind of a call on my heart that um, this is as much for me as it is a pull for him. And so, um, yeah, the rest is kind of history. And, and I think you just kind of know when you know, and I'm, I'm just leaning into it and just letting the Lord guide, honestly. Jovan Overshown, uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, I like your husband. I've gotten to meet him. Good coach, uh, fun guy. You've got a great family. I'm wondering what it was like managing these coaches uh, and working with, with personalities like Nikki Collin, Dave Aranda. I mean, those are two of the things you've done in recent years. Those are different personalities, obviously. Like, how much has that informed and, and kind of helped you in your career to work with those, uh, those kind of coaches? Again, different personalities, but how, how has that sort of changed or informed your approach? Yeah, I mean, what an opportunity. And and that, this is one of the, you know, my relationships with these two coaches is something that I'm tremendously grateful that Mac has entrusted me with. I mean, bringing Nikki on board and being with her from the start to the finish. Uh, well, you know, the start to, to obviously an incredible run. And then now, um, you know, handing her off essentially to Kenny Boyd as sport oversight. Um, gosh, she's, she's family. Um, and, and what a riot, uh, she is and, and some fun times and, um, long conversations. And it's just, uh, seeing what she's doing and knowing that this is only the beginning is just, is awesome. Um, and then get to move, you know, from Nikki to working directly with Dave and, um, wow, what, what a special personality and what a special coach. I mean, just, um, such a privilege to be working with the football staff that really cares about the whole person. And it is, um, you know, it's one thing to say that and to actually see it lived out um, is really special. And, you know, I'll say between Nikki and Dave, um, they're both very similar, but very different. And they're similar in that just the level of care factor between the two. And they are people that are authentically who they are, and they're not going to change um, for anyone. And I just appreciate that so much about themselves. Um, you know, one does talk a little bit more than the other, but, uh, you know, they're just, they're just tremendous people and have just been just great to learn from and to be around. And yeah, it's definitely made my time at Baylor special thus far. All right. Nikki does not talk as much about the Berenstain bears, perhaps <laughs> different, different topics. That's for sure. <laughs> And boy, that media stuff is interesting too. That is under your purview, and y'all just made a recent change uh, that's uh, been announced. You're going with Playfly. I mean, that that has to be. I mean, obviously, you have to deal with people like me. Uh, I know that's one of the joys of your of your profession. But what 
what went into that? That's a really interesting one in making a change from from a team that you've been with for many, many years. That had to be an interesting process in deciding, Okay, I think we're going to go a little different route. What is is it? Is it the I mean, all this stuff you mentioned, the NIL, the transfer portal in, in all that changing world, does it make you? look at media differently and how much did that play a role in uh, in deciding to go with a different media group? Because I know that was something you had to work on quite a bit. Yeah, no, that's been a labor of love. Um, and, and it's hard um, because, you know, anytime you're in a relationship with, with you know, uh, anyone, a third party that for almost 10 years, I mean, there's some great friendships and relationships that have been built. And, you know, um, Learfield was a good partner to us, and, and Matt Iazetti, I could never say enough good things about him, our former GM. Uh, and But we, it's exactly what you said. I mean, nothing is the same in college athletics anymore, and it's going to continue to change. And we just really looked at kind of the trajectory of our brand, um, what we wanted to do in various aspects under the Baylor Athletics umbrella, and said, okay, you know, who is right for us in this moment and who is really going to be able to lock arms with us through the ups and downs and through this kind of different lens that we want to look at things through. And um, that's how we landed with Playfly. Playfly actually deems themselves more as a media company. So, um, and we just, we really are on a mission to tell our story and to do it in a really special way because there's no one else like us that has the athletic and the academic success at all, you know, across all of our sport programs, but really is leaning into who we are um, as a faith-based institution. And we're different in that way. And we just, we need someone that can partner and tell our story visually, creatively, in an innovative way. And that's, that's really how we landed with Playfly. Um, and, and, you know, they're well positioned for all the changes uh, that are, that are coming our way. And, you know, and, and we hope that we'll have great relationships with them along the way, just as we did with Deerfield. All right. I, I can do it creatively. I don't know if it's innovative, but I try. <laughs> I try my best <laughs> on that end. But I, I would think that Brett Yormark has also been a fun new partner because he constantly talks about storytelling. And, and yeah. as you were talking about Baylor, he wants to tell the Big 12 story. How fun has that been, you and Mac, getting to know Brett Yormark and his staff? That, that ha- it just seems like that whole office uh, just has new energy and, and a lot of excitement around it. Yes. Uh, I mean, your mark has, uh, there's no lack of energy there. I tell you, we just got back from a big 12 summit kind of bringing all of the institutions together and all the leaders and many new leaders within the conference office together to just kind of think tank together and talk about best practices. And what was exciting was seeing that kind of that juice that, that the conference has now, I'll tell you like your mark said, it kicked us off and said, you know, your mindset for the summit, I want it to be disruptive, innovative, creative, and I want you to be open to taking risks. So that's how he kind of launched us into the, the two day uh, summit. And it really was neat to just kind of think about your brand profile and your institution and the conference in a new way. Like he's, he's, he's changing a lot. And I, and I think that has also energized Mac. Um, because it very much aligns with what he wants to do for Baylor. And it's just exciting. It's exciting to have a new lens in so many ways. Um, when, when, and it's a time when you need it. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing all the things that he does. Matt, what does it look like with Max Energy? Is there a lot, Is there coffee involved or um, 
Uh, what is he? I've seen him, by the way. His workouts are pretty intense. Now, have you ever, y'all spend a lot of time together. Have you ever actually gone on a run or, or, or had a workout while y'all visited about something? Or do you oh, keep no, that no, separate? No. No, I'm smart. I, I I don't I don't dare run with Max because somehow it will end up a competition. I have I have heard stories. So so yeah, I don't do that. I will take a call um, while uh, while he's running because uh, he's focused in that time. But that's about as close as I'll get. I'll just be the phone buddy. <laughs> that's it. Man, I like that where y'all are being disruptive. I mean, were yeah. people kind of firing some ideas out? Um, did it? I mean, did it, did it, I guess expansion talk probably came up a little yeah. bit. Did you've seen the news today, by the way, Colorado apparently it's been reported by CBS. They're substantive talks, but uh, I know you probably can't <laughs> comment too much on that. But that is uh, that's kind of fun to be the disruptor and to be the right. conference that seems to be on the move. I mean, think about where we were, Jovan. What two summers ago? I mean, it's hard yes. to believe it wasn't that long ago where we all were kind of like, what's going to happen? Right. Like, where where right. do we land? Having to have those conversations. And so now being the one, I mean, it, it has to be a completely different kind of feeling summit from that standpoint, I would think. Yes. yes. I, I mean, we're making waves and we're going to continue to. I mean, I think it's it's interesting that, like you said, eyes are on us right now. And there's there's this kind of you know, expectancy for something big to happen. And, um, and yeah, I think, you know, Brett Yormark is not going to disappoint. And, um, yeah, we are definitely a very relevant conference um, with a lot of brand power. And I think there's more to come there on just how that brand is going to be expressed over the next, you know, uh, several months uh, going into the summer. And, yeah, it's it's neat to be in this position now when there was so much unknown and and you know the, the trajectory is high and uh yeah, we're going to continue to climb. We're going to we're going to continue to shake things up. All right. And uh and I'm sure NIL is something. How are we doing by the way? Uh we talked to Dave Aranda about it the other day uh, on the NIL front. Got those advisors in place. Um seems to seems to be Baylor's moving forward. What can people listening to this do to help Baylor in that area though as as you you know, you kind of expand those efforts. What's the right. what's the next move NIL wise for Baylor for people who are wondering about that? Yeah, it's real. I mean, that's the main thing. It's like NIL is real. No matter how intentional we are about doing it the right way and caring for our student athletes and, and educating them, it's real. And, and the reality of reality of NIL is if you want to be competitive, there is a level of needing to be in the game. If we want to have competitive rosters across our sports, we have to be in the game. And so, um, you know, it's just kind of the way our industry has shifted. And I know it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for us. Um, but it is something that is, you know, one of those kind of necessary pieces of, of competitive excellence right now. And uh, I, I would just say, you know, within that necessity, um, you know, I would want our fans and people to know to trust us that Baylor is going to still be Baylor, regardless of what NIL becomes and regardless of how we need to be in it. We're going to still be authentically who we are. But, yeah, I mean, GXG, they're a great partner. Um, you know, we need people to give to GXG because that goes directly to student athletes by way of NIL opportunities. And it's not pay for play. You know, I know it can feel that way, but it's not. There are opportunities and different um 
acts that student athletes have to perform to earn that money. But yeah, it's real. It's here and, and we have to be in the game. All right. We're okay with Baylor being Baylor as long as we can keep winning titles, right? <laughs> That's right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, uh, congrats. And uh, that was exciting news. It came out on a, uh, oh, going to the holiday weekend. And uh, I, I, I know you've been celebrated there in the halls, but I wanted to have you on and let our, uh, let our audience at ESPN Central Texas hear from you. So congratulations, to you, Jovan, and it's been fun to work with you and can't wait to continue on this path. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. You bet. There she goes, uh, Jovan Overshone. And, um, well, she's got a new title, uh, Deputy Athletic Director and Chief Revenue Officer. Already was in charge of a lot of different things, departments, all of that. But this is a promotion and uh, that's a fascinating thing, Erin, to think about what she kind of referenced. She was at an organization, a Bible college slash seminary, where they did not have college athletics. And, you know, I think a lot of folks would be like, how am I going to, what's my path here? How can I get from that to working in athletics? She did. And that's the whole, it's a good lesson. You get somewhere and you work your way up. And if you shine enough and do enough, uh, you can, uh, you can, you know, you, there's no ceiling, and uh, she has uh, proven that, and is now has this, uh, well, big time. I mean, she is the right hand person of uh, Mac Rhodes. Glad to know, Aaron. That he, she, they're not out there running together. She does take calls from Mac when he's like on the treadmill. I've seen him do some of his um, out there by the river. Uh, some of his workouts include lots of. Uh, uh, there's some jumping involved, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff involved. Uh, he is pretty serious about it. Now, what I brought up, with, and I didn't want to put her on the spot um, and, and start asking her, okay, is Colorado going to be in the Big 12? That that's, not a t- that's a tough way to, to begin your time as the Deputy Athletic Director and Chief Revenue Officer. But it, we're getting more news today that Colorado, it's becoming – closer to reality that Colorado might be looking at the Big 12. It's kind of seemed like maybe something they were toying with. Um, now we're getting more and more reports. Dennis Dodd, and, and, and Aaron, it's important to say, where we talk about the Pac-12 writers, John Canzano, and, and who's our other guy? Uh, John Wilner. The, yeah, John Wilner. They they come out and, and, and are, are seen as more of the spokespersons of the Pac-12. Now, they do a good job. That's not totally fair, but generally you hear more of a pro-Pac-12 bent. Well, Dennis Dodd's the same way for the, for the Big 12. It seemingly, Dennis has been willing to really push a Big 12 agenda, which is in a very aggressive agenda. And that's okay. I mean, writers... Writers get um, get you know used and all of that um, on uh, you know at all times and 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 so he's chosen to kind of be a little bit of the voice of the Big Twelve in that matter. We will see where this all ends up, but it, today he reported that there were quote substantive talks, according to his sources, with uh, with the Pac-12. He got a hold of Rick George, the AD at Colorado. I don't know Aaron why Rick George feels the need to say anything 
He pointed to a recent statement, but he also uh, reaffirmed that Colorado would look at whatever's best for Colorado and that they're a proud member of the Pac-12, but they may be proud of it, but right now they don't have a media deal. And what the Big 12 is offering is, hey, by the way, this is real. This is real money. Come here, and you can have close to $32 million a year guaranteed <laughs> starting in 2025. This is a real thing. All right, Aaron, uh, we've got a, uh, we got a little uh, announcement here or an update. Ooh, a little breaking news. I, I would imagine this has to do with Crawford softball. What do we have, Aaron? It does. Over on our sister station, Star 104.9, Crawford softball is in the fifth inning right now, and they are down three to nothing. Uh, two runs in the first inning in Colorado, uh, and uh, Crawford in the state semifinals in the top of the fifth inning, down three to nothing. Oh, man. Okay. Down three nothing. I believe that's Weimar that they're playing. Yes. And um, maybe Weimar's out San Antonio direction, something like that. And so. That is where it is, down 3 nothing. They could still rally. We'll keep an eye on this. As Aaron said, 104.9, that's a great signal. And Ward does a great job over there. And, uh, and we, will, uh, we will keep you updated on that. Now, Aaron, we do have Rangers baseball coming up. Very exciting. First pitch, I believe, is at 540. And uh, they got the Tigers. I mean, these Rangers have been on a roll. 5 nothing victory yesterday. Uh, Valdi went out, got it done. Martin Perez on the mound tonight. And, uh, boy, they should just keep it rolling. Houston's been playing extremely well and has stayed on their heels. But uh, this has been a great road trip for the Rangers, and they'll try to continue it against the Tigers. And, again, that game's coming up. First pitch at 540. And if you want to listen to Crawford softball, 104-9. Again, that's 104-9. And you can hear Ward White's calling the game for Crawford as they try to pursue another state title. All right, everybody, it's been great. Aaron, thank you very much. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, back tomorrow at 4 o'clock per usual. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.